Welcome to the podcast, Girls in Finance. I'm Tanvi Singh. I'm Haley O. So why are we doing this? So the main purpose of our podcast is for young girls to gain insight into the field of finance from professionals, raise awareness for financial literacy, and most importantly, receive advice on how to break into the field. So in this podcast episode, we interviewed Trisha Nomura, who's the owner of Ascend Consulting, LLC. She has shared valuable insight into various aspects of accounting and provided career and life advice towards young girls like ourselves. So let's jump right into it. Hi, Trisha. Thank you so much for joining us today. So today we would like to touch on just a few questions regarding your career, your opinions regarding certain topics and more. So to start off, would you be able to share with us like a brief overview of your background? Sure. And, you know, thank you so much for inviting me to your podcast. It's such a pleasure to be here today speaking to both of you, Haley and Tanvi, I just love, love, love what you folks are doing here with this project. So thanks for the invitation. Uh, back to your question, uh, my professional background. So I majored in accounting in college and started my career as an auditor at a public accounting firm in Honolulu called PricewaterhouseCoopers. I passed the CPA, so that stands for Certified Public Accountant exam, and earned my CPA license while I was there. I then worked in private industry in both accounting and operational roles, um, went back into public accounting, and ended up spending a portion of my career actually in HR. That's a little bit different from your typical path. For an accountant um, and so today I have a consulting practice where I work with clients on projects that range from maybe in accounting, HR, or in operations focus. You know, I love what I do because I'm able to help clients in many different ways and see firsthand the results of the things that we work on together. Um, I have to say, though, that accounting is the foundation of everything that I have done throughout all of those roles that I have had thus far. So I am very grateful that, you know, I chose accounting as my major when I was in college. Yeah, thank you so much for your response. But could we, like, ask, like, what made you pursue, like, accounting? Sure. When I was in high school, we didn't have an accounting class. I didn't really know what that was until I went to college. So I knew that I wanted to go into business, but I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. I took my first accounting course my freshman year of college with Mrs. Ginger Parker at Green University and everything just clicked for me. I, I had a misconception at that time, which I think exists today with many students who are exploring different careers, that in order to be an accountant, you have to be really good at math. That is not true. I realized 
this as I took my first class that, you know, while you do need to have a basic understanding of math, you don't need to be able to take calculus five in college to consider accounting as a career. Accounting really is about the ability to take numbers and make sense of them, categorize, interpret, and analyze them. They say accounting is the language of business. And in order to understand business, you have to be able to speak, so to say, accounting. So knowing how to interpret a set of financial statements and the factors that impact how those financial statements are prepared, that is important no matter what you decide you want to do in business. Um, I knew this, and so although I didn't know exactly what I wanted to be as a freshman, I knew that accounting was going to be an important foundation for that eventual career path. Thank you so much for sharing about that. So considering the importance of accounting and knowing accounting, as since it's the core of business, what advice would you give to high school students or potentially even college students who are interested in the field of accounting or finance or even business in general? I would say go out there and find out more information about what the field entails. What you folks are doing here with this podcast is amazing. I, I love the initiative you're taking to go out there and not only find out more information, but also make it available for others that are in the same boat as you are. There are two, you know, two great websites that I would recommend. So joinaccountingplus.com and thiswaytocpa.com that have a wealth of information on what our profession is like. I would say also create a LinkedIn profile. It's never too early for you to create a LinkedIn profile, even as a high school student. I know both of you have already done that. I love it. Um, and start networking with professionals in the field. There are so many of my peers that I know are willing to help students that have an interest. And so, you know, being on LinkedIn gives you a great opportunity to do that. Um, third, I would say... I'm a firm believer in the value of part-time jobs and internships as you make career decisions, no matter what it is, even if it's not accounting or finance related. These, I believe, will give you a true experience for you to see if you would like a particular field before you actually work in it. And, you know, last but not least, join an organization where you can learn more about the profession. The AICPA, so that stands for the American Institute of CPAs, has a free student membership open to high school students. You can actually access that information through that thiswaytocpa.com site that I mentioned earlier. So through that membership, you'll get access to tools and resources that will help you along the way in your high school journey. They even have scholarship opportunities. And then, you know, 
that will continue as you move on to college and the workforce. So, you know, joining an organization would also be a great way um, if you are interested in this field. Um, I loved how you talked about networking since like we see that these days like individuals like us are noticing like how important it is to like build connection especially in like specific careers if you want to like go ahead and like take an internship and or a job on the other hand so like to what extent do you think networking played a role in your success? Networking for me has been invaluable. I have to admit that in the beginning, it was something that I was not very comfortable with. You know, approaching a stranger to introduce myself or striking a conversation with someone I don't know, it just, it wasn't for me, right? But I learned that in order to grow, you have to learn to do things that you might not be comfortable with. And once I started doing it, I saw firsthand how important it was. You know, meeting new people, being able to hear their perspectives, oftentimes hearing the ones opposite from your own can be the most insightful. Uh, getting advice, helping other people. You know, I've met some of my closest friends through putting myself out there and networking. Uh, you know, with COVID, I think it's difficult um, for a lot of students because they might just be used to virtual meetings or not communicating as much face-to-face. -face. But I think it's really important to build on this skill because the ability to communicate is very, very important no matter what profession you decide to go into, right? And so networking is one of the ways that you can learn to really build this skill. Thank you for sharing. So you mentioned how building networking skills is very important. So do you have any possible specific advice towards how young people could expand their network, such as cold emailing, or is there a specific platform or just talking to people in person? It's all of the above. So, you know, some of those um, opportunities I mentioned earlier, like LinkedIn would be a great way to start networking. Um, you know, joining an organization would give you opportunities to attend events, right? Maybe meet other people. And so I think those are all great ways to start um, networking. But I also love the cold emails because I really believe that you know, if you want something, it's up to you to go out and make it happen, right? And if you, for example, send a cold email to someone, what's the worst that can happen? Is they just might not respond to you or they might say, no, you know, I'm really busy right now. But on the flip side, what's the best thing that can happen for it from that uh, email that you sent, right? You might be able to find a mentor or you might get a lot of great questions answered for you. And so you never know unless you ask or you try. So I think, you know, all of those options are great. And as you start doing it, you'll kind of figure out the ones that you're, you know, most comfortable with or that work for you and that are successful. And you'll, you know, just kind of keep on developing that.
Thank you. Um, referencing back to the point of a mentor, mentor. Um, I was just curious to know, like, how important is it for like high schoolers to have that specific sort of guidance or mentor for the field that they're going into? And what about for individuals who can't kind of like you know get that guidance? I think finding a mentor is great, and you know, also reaching out to different folks because what you're gonna find is you'll have a different connection with each person and eventually you'll find someone that you really, really connect with, that you really look up to, right? And you're going to want their advice. And a, a mentor will be your mentor regardless of, you know, what specific area you might go into, right? Someone that's been in business for a long time that has a lot of leadership experience, that's someone you can talk to no matter what, right? And so... Um, yeah, I highly suggest, you know, reaching out to people, talking to them, you know, finding someone, again, that you connect with well. And I I don't know anyone within, you know, my network that would say no if someone asked them to be a mentor. So I think there are a lot of folks out there that are willing to help people, you know, interested in profession. All right, so going back to your work experience, I was wondering if you could share your perspective towards work-life balance, especially when considering you have such a big array of experience in different careers and more. Yeah, I, you know, I'm a wife, a mom, a daughter, a friend, a volunteer, uh, so much more than just an accountant and you know what I do for work I don't really care for the term work-life balance but rather I prefer the term work-life integration so what that means to me is that there isn't a distinction but rather a blending of all of these different parts of my life that are important so, you know, for example, if you're going to answer emails in the evenings, right, that is part of what would normally be your personal time. But sometimes it has to be done. And if you do that, though, then on the flip side, it's okay if during the workday, you need to leave the office to attend your child's school function during the day, right? It's about learning to make all of these components work. In order to do this, though, setting expectations on both sides is very important as an employee and as a boss. So while I've worked really hard at work-life integration, I also res respect that in order to be successful, it's key that I communicate this right to my peers, my bosses, my employees. Um, today would be my clients and my family so that we can all find a way to support and help each other. And, you know, setting healthy boundaries is also key. You have to prioritize and know what is important to you and know that it's okay to say no sometimes to things. Thank you so much, Trisha. I think going on, I'm, 
you're like really experienced and you've been like well adverse like in the entire field so I'm like sure that you have probably learned a lot of lessons so what do you think would be the most valuable one so far I would say that it is, you know, don't be afraid of failure. I, I think as a student or young professional, people put too much pressure on themselves to be perfect. You don't have to be perfect. Self-awareness is key, right? Understanding what your strengths are, but also perhaps more importantly, what your challenges are will help you to grow. You know, you don't have to be good at everything, but know the things you're good at and the things that you just aren't that are more challenging for you. And sometimes you'll fail. That is okay. You know, I wouldn't be where I am today had I not experienced many, many failures in my life as a female and as a working mom, I feel like it is important for young women out there to know that the road I experienced came with many bumps and sometimes frustration and tears. And that's all right. You know, the key is knowing what the learning lesson is from each failure, using that to be better in the future and most importantly, having the courage to get back up whenever you have fallen down. Thank you. So I guess just one last question to wrap things up. I'm sure you heard of this a phrase or a similar saying towards like, you should pursue what you love. Do you think that is true and applicable towards today's society? Absolutely. Absolutely. I think when you pursue something that you love and that you enjoy doing, it comes from a different place. And it shows in your work, in everything that you do. And so success will come naturally when you're doing something that you really do enjoy doing. And it takes a little while sometimes, right, to figure out exactly what that is. But I would say that I definitely agree with that term. And I think that part of you know, your journey in high school and that as you, know, as you move on to college is to, is to really think about what is it that I love doing? You know, what brings me joy? And you know, for me, I figured out that helping other people really gives me a lot of joy, you know? And so that's why I now have my consulting practice, right? That's why I've chosen to um, put a lot of effort into my volunteer activities. That's why I love talking to students like yourselves, right? So for me, that I figured out, right, like what I really enjoy doing. And I think that you'll find, again, that you will find success in many different ways if you pursue what you love. Thank you so much, Trisha, for joining us today. Um, we really appreciate for you um for this podcast that you agreed to.
Thank you for having me. Best of luck to both of you as you start this podcast journey.